Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at RealtorEmails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. So on our last solo episode on Monday, I talked to you guys about my experience at PodFest and how I really learned that if you want to become a big player, whether that's a big podcaster, realtor, influencer, whatever it is, you fill in the blank. You support the big players that are already in the field. You go to events. You don't sit on the couch and act like you've kind of you know done it and you have the ultimate wisdom. You go to events. You continue to learn and you support the people you know doing the awesome and amazing things in the business. You buy their books. You give them feedback on the speeches that you go and you know watch them give at these events. You leave reviews for their books. You leave podcast reviews. You email them and encourage them because. You know, things like podcasting and real estate can be thankless jobs. So the other piece that I really took away was you can become a big player and you don't become a big player by trying to become a big player. You become a big player by serving, by building relationships, by helping others. And that's how you become a big player. I could think of dozens of realtors who are crushing it in the real estate business. And instead of thinking about them as competition, I support them. I want to support them and I want to continue supporting them. You know, I shared with you guys a couple stories about PodFest and how, you know, I had just hit 20,000 downloads, but I was there with people who had 10 million, 20 million downloads, all these different numbers. And they were still supporting the big players, even though they have become big players. But they didn't become big in the industry by desiring it or begging for it. They just continued to help people and serve. So suddenly, you know, I go to events like this and suddenly someone's like, do you know Michael? Do you know Nick? Because Michael and Nick have done such a good job of supporting others, networking and things like that. And so I want to talk to you today about what happens when you do that. And one of the coolest things I really learned at PodFest, again, one was supporting the big players in the business, whatever they're doing. And do you know what happens after that? What I learned at PodFest and the second piece of this is I learned that when you support the big players, when you support what they're doing, when you're supporting them, reading their books, sending them encouraging emails, podcast reviews, book reviews, you become a big player yourself. Now, I'm not saying this to sound cocky or arrogant. I don't feel like, oh, I'm a big player or anything like that in the real estate business or in the podcasting world. But let me tell you the shift that has happened over the past, what, seven or eight months? So August, I went to podcast movement. And let me tell you, I felt nervous. I felt intimidated. I made very few connections. I came home and felt frustrated with myself. 
that I didn't make as many connections as I wanted to. But you know what I did? I started to listen to the podcast and support the people that I met there. At Podcast Movement, I felt like I met so many big players and felt like almost intimidated by them. And I met them because I I know people like Vincent, Ken Carfagno, people you know that are huge in the podcasting world. But what I did was I realized these people don't know me. Well, why? And you know, think about what I've shared with you about the TLF retreat, you know, almost two years ago now in September of 2020. Remember how I went into that room and Carfagno joked about this in his interview with me and Vincent talked about this. We talked about the power of hard conversations. I went in as if I knew something, right? And so Vincent had to have a conversation with me. But when you go in just trying to learn and help others and make connections, that's totally different, right? And so I felt intimidated because I hadn't been supporting the people at Podcast Movement. I didn't even know who they were. But what I did was I went home. I started to listen to their podcast. I started to support the people that I met there. And so back at Podcast Movement, I met these big players and didn't really know who they were at the time. But when I found out who they were, tried to support them. And suddenly, what I realized happened was then at PodFest, suddenly I got noticed, you know, and it's just like real estate where like if you seek to build relationships first in real estate, you'll be successful and you'll, you know, make good money and enjoy what you do. But if you seek first to make money, you'll find yourself not having success and not building what you really want because people see through it. So the point is this. You build relationships, support what the people are doing, support them, support their podcast. I had multiple people that I talked to that have millions of downloads that spoke to me at PodFest and spoke about what I'm doing and encouraged me and tried to help me and knew what I was doing, have checked out what I was doing and are encouraged by the growth I've you know, had in the show and, and what I'm building and really were you know, giving me kudos for what I was doing. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. But you have to support what the big players are doing. Like I said, multiple people in the millions and millions of downloads. You know, and one of the guys I saw at PodFest, and I met him at Podcast Movement. He had no idea who I was there, but I tried to keep in touch, leave reviews, tell him when it was a good show, those kinds of things. And his name is Joe. He runs a finance podcast. Joe came up to me and was talking to me about all the cool stuff I was doing with my real estate podcast. And I would have never thought that he would even remember me now. Now, he might not remember me by name, right? He didn't know I was John Shookman, but he remembered the face, knew who I was, and asked how things were going. And it's so interesting because at these podcast conferences, you know, I went down there on the same plane with my buddies, Ken Carfagno, John Stonge, their sons, Kenny Carfagno, and Daniel Stonge. You know, Kenny's doing a great job editing this podcast and editing other shows. He does an amazing job. He's building his business with Outsource Your Podcast. Daniel is starting to do some things with woodworking on YouTube. So we were all down there for different reasons, right? Ken's growing his podcast, John Stonge. But it was very interesting because we're all in a group, right? Vincent Puglisi was there from his home in Bradenton. John Stonge was there, Carfagno, Daniel and Kenny. But here's the thing. We don't go to these events to hang out with each other, right? We want to support each other and what we're doing, and we do that from home. We're there to make connections, you know, and help each other, but we don't go there to hang out. We go there to meet other people and support what they're doing. 
And there were a few different times where I was sitting down doing something for work quick and Vincent sat down, we talked for a few minutes and I'm like, hey, I don't want to be rude, but I'm going to go make some connections. And so that's what these podcast conferences are all about. If you do it right, you'll make connections and all of a sudden you'll get noticed for what you're doing. I never thought I was doing anything special. I never thought my podcast was anything. In in some ways, it's really not. You know, 21,000, 22,000 downloads, whatever it is at, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really make me a big thing, but I've created a niche. I've created something that has become successful and has started to get me some notice and attention. But here's the other part. I don't just go to podcast movement, meet some people, and then leave. You know what I do and what I've done? When I met those people, like I shared in the last episode, meeting Michael and Nick, I heard about their show, I came home, I wrote them a review, bought their books, left their book review, sent them an email, said it was nice to meet you at this event, it was a pleasure to connect with you and hear about your show, congratulations on X number of downloads, I left you a podcast review, sent them an email, You know, talked about some of the things I really enjoyed from their show. So here is the point, you can go and just try to build your numbers and build your membership and whatever it is, and you won't have success. But if you go and try to serve others, suddenly, you know, if you're helping people, people are going to want to help you. People are going to want to help your show grow. And so I think these two things this week go hand in hand. When you support the big players, whether you have one podcast download or a hundred or a thousand or a million or 50 million podcast downloads, it does not matter. What really matters is how you support others. And when you do that, they'll start to notice you. When they start to notice you and what you're doing, they'll check out what you're doing. They'll connect you with people that should listen to your show. Imagine in your real estate business or your podcast. Imagine getting an email. Hey, whoever. Hey, John, your podcast is great. I really enjoyed this episode. By the way, I left you that book review on Amazon and I left you a podcast review as well. Does that make you want to ignore that person, like all the spam emails that you get and the pitches you get in your Facebook messages? Or does that make you want to say, wow, that was really kind of that person to reach out. I should check in with them. And obviously, we know the answer. The answer is the second. If someone's out there you know, reviewing your book, your podcast, whatever it is, and they support you, you'll want to show appreciation and want to return the favor. And so, Whatever it is you're doing, whether it's your real estate business, supporting the big players there, the people that are crushing it. You know, I love talking to the realtors making millions of dollars a year, and I love supporting what they're doing, whether it's a podcast, you know, supporting the podcast, you know, the person producing the podcast, like I've mentioned a few times, whatever it is, these podcasters with millions of downloads, these realtors making millions of dollars, I want to support that. I'm not jealous or angry. I want to support them and encourage them to continue growing. And I want to support what they're doing. Because when you support these people and what they're doing out of a true heart of like relationship and being genuine and serving people, when you do it like that, when you support them out of that heart of, you know, generosity and kindness, you'll start to have success. You will start to be noticed as well. So I hope that you can think about this in your real estate business. Do you want to become a big player in the podcast scene, the real estate scene, whatever it is? Well, you don't focus on your numbers. You don't focus on growing your thing. You support the people that are big players like we talked about earlier this week. And when you do that, when we support the big players, 
suddenly people notice us because we've been supporting what they're doing for weeks or months. You start to get noticed and you become a big player. I would have never thought that, you know, I would hear the comments like I heard at PodFest that I've, you know, done a great job niching down my show and, you know, great job and it's growing really fast and people are impressed. I would have never, ever thought that. But I met these people eight, nine months ago at Podcast Movement, wanted to support what they're doing, and did that. And when you start to do that and, you know, be generous out of a heart of just serving with nothing, you know, expected in return, you suddenly start to get noticed and you start to become a big player in whatever niche you're in or whatever you're doing. So thank you guys for your time. I hope you can think about this. Don't look to become a big player, support what they're doing. And when you do that out of a genuineness and a heart for service, you will get noticed as well. But don't do it the other way. Don't do it just to get noticed. Do it out of a heart to just help people with nothing expected in return. And when you do this, you will start to get noticed and have success as well. So thank you guys for your time. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll talk again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.